Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. In this series, we are looking at the two letters to the Thessalonian church. This episode is just a taste from the full lesson. It is a standalone teaching meant as special encouragement for you today. So enjoy this short teaching, and we hope you come back tomorrow for the full lesson. Your sanctification. People always want to know, Christians want to know, what is the will of God for my life? Do I marry this guy? Do I buy this car? What college do I go to? What job do I take? It's all this stuff, right? This just uh, individ- very individual stuff um, that, you know, can cause a lot of, let's just say, heartache. Do I marry this girl? You know, like, is she the right one? You know, and all this. Well, where does she work? Yokes, she checks me out. Uh, haha, that's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> So, <laughs> my wife, <laughs> so that just kind of happened too, babe. And, uh, you know, you don't worry about those things. I um, always went back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your way, acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths what? Straight. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. You... Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways you acknowledge him, and guess what? He will make your paths straight. He, he will solve those the de- what, we, what I call the details of life, right? Where do I go to college? What job do I take? Who do I marry? Okay, and so forth. So, but this, if you really want to know what the will of God is for your life, here it is. I mean, it's, it's in black and white. It's the black part against the back, the white background, right? Your sanctification. That's God's will for your life. What is sanctification? This is one of the few places that actually uses, they translate it sanctification. It's from a word that means to be set apart or holy. To live a set apart life. To live a holy life. That's what God wants for those who are believers. He wants you to live a different type of life than the world around you. That's God's will. Will just means desire. Okay? His will, his desire for you, is to you to be set apart. And then he defines the set-apartness, the sanctification, in terms of negative things, like abstaining from, you know, not doing this. Um, I've always thought this was interesting. What we're going to get here is not a total picture of what you need to do to be sanctified. It's looking at it from the negative standpoint you know, what your life should not look like. You know, don't do these things. And that's important. Um, there are certain things we shouldn't do as Christians. Um, here's one of them. You know, be sexually immoral. So he says you should abstain from sexual immorality. Um, that's the Greek word porneia. I mean, it's obvious what, we get, what, we get, what word we get from this. Um, it refers to any kind of illegal sexual activity. What do I mean by illegal sexual activity? Anything outside of marriage. Any kind of sexual activity outside of marriage would be illegal sexual activity. It would also include things like homosexuality, pornography, any kind of illegal sexual activity, meaning anything outside of marriage that sexually uh, involves some kind of sexuality. Okay, so this is... Something we're to abstain from. Now, it's unclear why this particular behavior is cited 
as something the Thessalonians should abstain from. But I'm going to make a suggestion as a possibility. Mount Olympus was very close to Thessalonica. Mount Olympus was the house of the gods. All the gods. It was a, had a pantheon, so for all the gods. And in these temples to all the gods at Mount Olympus, there was sacred temple prostitution. And so the temptation to be involved in sexual immorality was very high throughout Rome, but especially in Thessalonica. So perhaps that is the reason that this is particularly cited as something to abstain from in order to be sanctified or live a set-apart life unto God. In verse uh, 4, And that each of you know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification, in a set-apart way. Now, the, the, the discussion in theology is over the identification of the vessel, his own vessel. Uh, some people think it's one's wife. You ought to know how to possess your own wife. Uh, the Greek word is skuos. But the interesting thing is that Paul never uses skuos for wife. He always uses gune, from which we get gynecology. We get that area of medical practice from this Greek word. Gune, gynecology. He always uses gune in all of his writings. Like when he says something like, elders need to be the husband of one wife, he uses gune, for example. Um, he never uses skuos. Skuos is used for one's own body. And what Paul is saying is that each of us need to know how to possess our own body in a set-apart way. Okay? And in honor. Okay. Not, he says, verse 5, in lustful passion, meaning you let your sexual desires control you passionately so that you act on them, he says. He says, like the Gentiles, here being used as a synonym for unbelievers, who do not know God, meaning they don't have a relationship with God. I mean, Paul says in Romans 1, everybody knows God, right? They know of the existence of God. But he's talking about here, no, relationally. They don't know, they don't have a relationship with God. They don't know him in that way. And that no man transgress and defraud his brother. Now that's, let me explain what this means because it's not maybe immediately obvious. No man transgress, which means to cross a boundary, and defraud, which means to steal or take something from someone that belongs to them. So that no man cross a boundary and take what belongs to his brother. Well, who's the brother? Remember, familial terms. Everybody in the body of Christ is, quote-unquote, the brethren. It's not distinguishing male and female. It's just a term for family relationship in the body of Christ, the church. Is your, is your spouse your brother? In modern day, you'd have to say this because of the, uh, the gender translations. You'd have to say, is everybody in the body of Christ your brother or sister? You'd have to say that. But in the Bible, it just says, brethren. He said this over and over, brethren. Is he just talking to the guys? No. He's obviously talking to the men and the women who are believers. Okay? And the same is true here. Okay? No one of you, whether you're male or female, cross a boundary, and take something, defraud, what belongs to 
your brother or sister, your fellow believer, meaning your mate, your spouse. That's who he's talking about. If you go outside the boundaries that God has set for sex, then you are defrauding your brother in Christ. We'd say today we have a brother or sister, and sister in Christ. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You're, you're stealing something that belongs to them. Now, why? Why is this such a bad thing that we might do that? He says, uh, because the Lord is the avenger in all these things. Just as we told you before and solemnly warned you. Must have been an issue at Thessalonica, right? Mount Olympus is right there. Tons of temples and sacred prostitutes. Sacred prostitutes. Paul's writing from Corinth. Temple up on the Acre Corinth. They had a thousand prostitutes there. It was the San Francisco of the ancient world where he's writing from. It was considered a, a, a way to worship and in get involved with the gods and the goddesses to have sex with these prostitutes. So that's the background of all this. And Paul is warning them. He says, I've already warned you about this, but I'm warning you again. The Lord is the avenger in all these things. Meaning that either in this life or at the judgment seat of Christ, there will be consequences. There will be consequences. There are no free <laughs> passes here. Um, if you decide you're going to live a sexually immoral life, there are going to be consequences as a believer either in this life and or at the judgment seat of Christ, right? Because he's the avenger of these things. Thank you for listening to this lesson from the Epistles to the Thessalonians. Jeremy has a companion book to this study available on Amazon for purchase. You can find the link in the description below. You can also find out more information on Jeremy's website, beyondthewalls-ministry.org. We thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you found this lesson useful, informative, and encouraging. Because our desire here at Beyond the Walls is for you to grow in your faith, your love of God, and therefore to have a more joyful, abiding life in Christ.